At this podcast, we believe that representation matters and giving voice to the voiceless, that it's your body, your choice, that Black Lives Matter, that trans rights are human rights, that sport, whether played with or without balls, and fandom are for all of us. We want to tell those stories. Welcome to episode three, Let's Talk Balls, y'all. How many weeks have we been doing this and how many episodes do we have? We've done it for one and a half weeks. <laughs> Three episodes. It's, we love it so much. We can't Three get enough episodes. of it. And I listen to ours on repeat. So I'm really trying to drive up listeners, <laughs> creating fake market value for all those sponsors. I'm really excited. All right. Anyway. Speaking of sponsors, we don't have an official sponsor. So instead, I'm going to promote things I love in the hopes of one day being sponsored. So today, I'm going to be promoting the very best cookie in the whole wide world. And that is a company, not just a cookie. It's the the company's oh, name is the very called. best cookie in the whole wide world. Oh, that stumped me. Yeah. Well, have we have these I in mean, our house. Have we had them in our house? Yes. We've had these in our house. A good friend of mine, a good colleague. We stay in touch. She's doing work on Stacey Abrams campaign. Um, she worked with her sister who started this company in the last, for the last year and a half to kind of like bring it to life a little bit. Uh, man, does it have some life. I, I cannot express my love for this brand enough. If you've gotten a gift from me, you've some sometimes likely received these cookies in the mail. I love them. They're made here in Los Angeles, made from passion and just sheer hard work of wanting to put something they love out into the world. Uh, her sister, this is Lindsay Shaw I'm talking about. Her sister Kristen started this. Uh, and I, I hope to solely be keeping them in business. Um, that's not true. I want them to be fucking thriving, but also I like to think that, you know, once a month purchase is, is helping do a little bit anyway, You're a recurring customer and re supporting I, women. Yeah. Loyalty program. Hello. Uh, <laughs> but a couple things they have, a and they have this, uh, rice crispy treat that is just, it's mind boggling. Oh, yes. You remember that's There's my like favorite one, a salty situation that it makes it it's savory and sweet all at the same time. It's literally mind boggling. The other thing is I was to be curious and, and this is where like maybe a partnership comes into play since they do do those. They're doing a, <laughs> a Korean ish butterscotch brownie blondie situation right now, which is not a podcast. We have now transitioned into a food podcast. Look, this is Catherine. You're interrupting my commercial. Um, anyway, I'd love to see this rice crispy treat. Get some butterscotch into it. That's my hope. One time they mailed me uh, two brownies on the side and they were that one had one was like Y and one was X. And then they said, uh, please check out this Google form and take our survey on what your, you know, my tasting notes basically for this brownie. Oh my God. I thought that was so smart. Anyway, special shout out to the OG. It's so yum. Chocolate chip, little hint of salt. I got to say though, the sinner might be my favorite. Um, because it's a cinnamon situation. It just melts in your mouth. Uh, the brownies are so good. I'm not even a chocolate fan, but they are thick with two C's and they are moist and they are tender and they are succulent. 
I love using those words with Catherine. Anyway. So mean. I'm wondering so if mean. maybe they'll do a collab one time. Uh, I think once we get cool enough, maybe they will. I'm thinking something like ball-like, you know, like truffles or cookie dough pops or something. So, you know, shout out to the very best cookie in the whole wide world. Get their starter pack. Seriously, they're so good. And for moms out there, moms who might be, uh, you know, doing the breastfeeding thing, which is a, is honestly a topic for another day. Uh, a, a fed baby is the best way. But let's be real. They also have these lactation cookies. They call them mom's milk. Uh, so speaking of sport, uh, boys went down at seven at seven fourteen right now. And Catherine's watching the monitor because our kid is trying to catapult himself out of the crib. Uh, that's Cal for you. But, uh, hopefully these crib net situations that we've got going on, we just added ourselves. If, if Dr. Shuren, our pediatrician, if you're listening right now, I don't know if this is a breach of confidentiality, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, at least we didn't flip over the crib and uh, cage our kids, but it was a thought and maybe it happened once. But anyway, I also wanted to touch on a couple write-ins we had to the show, Catherine. And by a couple, I mean, they all came from one guest. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> so I got a fact check comment. Everybody loved the Dickies part of the segment with Kate. Kate's going to be a regular. Let's be real. That woman's talent is you know awesome she was the best anyway. part of that episode i mean yeah cool you, were, you were also yeah. great um, oh okay, but thanks, kate honey. was kate was a star she was a star so dickies were made popular in the 60s i believe i said the 80s and my mom wants to mention that they go great under a tennis sweater uh since a lot of people pay, play tennis and, and sweaters uh i'm sure that's gonna look really great uh, she also, well, excuse me, <clears throat> this, this, this person who wrote in, <clears throat> uh, wants to know about, you know, pre title nine is cheerleading a sport. That's a question and a topic we'll cover another day. And then finally, my favorite comment is, uh, she asked a question. She said, is Catherine Monica Padman? <laughs> <laughs> Did she really? <laughs> I got that text earlier today. Oh, that's cute. So Monica Padman, is, that is like such an honor if I were to be that's her. That's exactly what such I thought. Such an honor because that makes you Dax. Um, for I anyone mean. who knows, Armchair Expert is Dax Shepard and Monica Padman's um, podcast. And when they started out a couple of years ago, I was a listener and I was like, who's this Monica chick? And then now she might be my favorite part of that whole podcast. Um, she's she's super fantastic. smart. She's super she, smart. Um, yeah, she's great. So she's, she's also in that progressive commercial. Yeah, she's in that progressive commercial with flow. I love it. Yeah. So anyway, those were a couple write-in comments we've had. Uh, and uh, that's going to bring us to, you know, a couple, couple things you wanted to talk about, Catherine. Some big, big things happened this weekend for women in sport. Yes. Let's talk iconic sports moments. So for anyone who doesn't follow soccer, the England women's national soccer team uh, won the Euro final, the Lionesses, in extra time in the 110th minute. Um, There's a goal by a 24-year-old, Chloe Kelly, and they beat Germany 2-1, to one, and it's the first uh, title the England women's national team has ever had and only the second international win um, for an English national team, men or women. 
um, since, wow. yeah. So it was a big deal, huge think, sports moment. Do you think that young woman's going to get to meet the queen? Absolutely. I actually read a headline of an article that I didn't click on to because it was Daily Mail. You'll notice this about us. <laughs> yes, we click, we, we look at the headlines and then uh, don't read the articles. But it said the royals celebrate um, the England, uh, the lionesses. So they oh, have, of course. Yeah. So, yes, she'll meet the queen if she hasn't already. Oh, um, what, uh, that's so excellent. Yeah. And um, you were telling me about some stats with women uh, sports and, and, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they don't get paid as much because they're not sponsored and people aren't paying big money for ads because the audience isn't there. But the three biggest crowds at sporting events um, internet in Europe this year have been for women's teams. And okay. this one was a record-breaking crowd of over 87,000 people. Um, so it was a huge deal. So there, there's interest. People are watching. And, you know, it's a big deal for, for kids who are watching, knowing that they can. I mean, the thing is, I saw this, this picture of a tweet. Someone took a picture of their daughter wearing a princess dress. Um, so so the line was, you know, you can grow up to be anything from a princess to a lioness. Uh, cause that's, oh, that's you know, cool. what, it's awesome. So I just think about all the kids who are watching these women, um, just get to the, the highest ever level. And Chloe did something awesome when she won, she took off her, or when they won and they scored the goal, um, she took off her shirt, uh, and ran around and it's very just like Brandy Chastain, 99, um, Brandy Chastain kicked the uh, World Cup winning penalty kick for Team USA, which gave them their gave them their second of four uh, World Cup titles. Um, but that was a huge, huge deal, uh, and so she celebrated uh, in like kind. And I hope they are it's continuing to celebrate. I I'm trying to understand why some women's sports garner this much attention and others don't. Like I I was literally just thinking in my head about oh like I should walk my talk a little bit more I should be going to WNBA games and and I've always wanted to sit courtside in Los Angeles and I was just literally thinking oh I bet it'd be so much cheaper I wonder how much it would be like I don't know 500 bucks a thousand bucks to sit courtside and then you know what my next thought sadly was what I don't know if I want to pay a thousand dollars to sit courtside at a WNBA game Hmm. I have to understand why that is. I mean, I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't, I, I, maybe it's just still, it's in its youth. I think the WNBA is about 30 years old now, but maybe 25. You know, it is really interesting to think about that. Cause if I think about my sports icons growing up, they weren't women athletes. They were men and men's sports teams. And even with the women's national team, uh, and I had WNBA, I went to WNBA games growing up when Sacramento had the Monarchs, the Sacramento Monarchs. Uh, Are but they I, butterflies? <laughs> yes. And they were. Well, they amazing. could start with the names. <laughs> um, but, and that was a big deal, but I don't remember the players as much as I remember the Kings players that I watched growing up. Mm. So I know that whole team, but I don't, I couldn't name any of the Monarch players. Okay. Well, let's put it on the list. We got to go to a WNBA game. Let, yes, let's go. Let's do it. I, we haven't been, I haven't been since I was a kid when I went to go see Cleveland play. 
can't remember what they were called, something like with Rockstar or with the Hall of Fame. I don't know. But let's go experience it. Let's go let's do it. Check out women's sports. And yeah. I don't want to just go to like women's soccer. That I, like that and that alone. You think about women's soccer and that, like why is it called women's soccer, not just soccer? No, no, no. I mean, I got told today on a call, like, you better call footy because you're never going to be able to work with it. Well, footy is different than football. No, I'm sorry, football. Okay. You better call it football because I called it footy because we were talking about footies. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I digress. It's the end of the day. My first call today was at seven. So, uh, bookending. I totally bookended, but I got to call it football, American soccer, I guess is the other word. Anyway. We got to move on, but I, I, I still, I, I went back to my favorite athlete, man, the favorite team, man. If I was going to play a professional sport, I want to play the men's sport. It's so systemic. Yeah, it really is. It's so systemic. It really is. And, 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 and equitable. Uh, but I, I do want to talk about some other interesting news today. Uh, as you all know, I'm from Cleveland. Uh, I'm a huge Cleveland everything fan. Uh, the Browns are, have been on my list of favorites since before they got shipped to Baltimore. And since they came back, I remember being at Jonathan Pleasant's house in Ashtabula Harbor, putting a time capsule for when we were going to get a team back in 1999. And, uh, it was, a. I, I it was a silly thing and we just like wrote it on a football and then, you know, eventually unpacked that football at one point in time. But I always been a huge fan of everything Cleveland, whether they suck or whether they're good, doesn't matter to me. I love that pride that I have in Ohio sports. Um, But with the signing of Deshaun Watson and the way that contract was constructed and, and all that, you know, Catherine and I talk about this every year. Are we going to watch football? Are we going to watch the sport that doesn't hold men accountable uh, to their actions? And it's a lot of them. I mean, you could just look at this at the Cleveland Browns alone and yeah. pull out a few folks that have some allegations. And I'm not, I'm talking from spousal abuse to uh, sexual harassment to child abuse, physical, sexual, mm. you name it. And they are playing a game, idolized, making millions of dollars and, and having sponsorships and fuck. I love watching football. Yeah. It's problematic. It's super how you, problematic. How do you like reconcile that? And I, 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 they're right. I listened to all the pundits today and you know, Steve, you know, everybody's just talking about, well, if the Browns win, I bet people will get on board. And if he show he throws a touchdown pass, in game seven against Baltimore for the win, when he comes back from suspension, are you going to stand up and clap? I mean, that really, like that very tactical event, I was like, man. Yeah. Where does the loyalty, where does the, where is the line drawn on that loyalty? Because yeah. I mean, I, I know our quarter, like, look, we've had like 30 quarterbacks in the last <laughs> like 15 years. And I mean, Baker had his, his, Baker had his own allegations, honestly. Like we all forgot about that, but there were some allegations when he was a Sooner in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I remember you told me about that when we drafted him. Yeah. And, uh, super excited. No, exactly. And 
you got um who's the other gentleman the running back oh man i'm blinking on his name i should have it right at the top of my list i know i'm gonna say Jameis winston but that's another dude yeah kareem know. hunt kareem hunt yeah so look it's really a difficult situation <laughs> i joked and told Catherine that we should have put a psa in the plane dealer uh which is the local newspaper in cleveland about warning predator mm-hmm. in town because i can't help but think there's 25 women out there that have suggested that he's said or done something to them that made them uncomfortable and yeah two you know grand juries decided not to say that those were worth indicting him on but he settled every fucking one of those cases except for a couple what does that say is that just admission or is it just i have so much money i'd rather this just go away and this is the fastest i can make it go away yeah well it's it's tough because the lack of accountability with the way that rules are written and then nfl he could have gotten six game suspension for the allegations and then that would be grounds for a potential indefinite suspension but they're treating all of the that would be for one case of sexual misconduct or sexual harassment they're lumping all 20 something cases as one and treating them as one so they're not even the the full accountability isn't coming down and the browns basically said with the way that his contract was written we don't care whether you did anything or not we are going to structure this so that you stay and it's totally a business decision and i think about it in the sense of to what level do we just allow that to continue and we bring you know it's hard for me too my first football game i was six months old it was a college football game but i've been a football fan my entire life college and nfl and i it's been a relationship (laughs) it's a 31 year relationship okay so let me put it this way Catherine. you work at let's just say you work at kmart Okay. And I know, I'm I putting know myself there. Yeah. Okay. We're going to make business. Yeah. You'll they, remember they when anymore. they used to ship, Did say Blockbuster or something? Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> you worked at Blockbuster. But do you remember when Kmart did that ship it commercial? Oh my God. It was so no. funny. It was like five years ago. They <laughs> okay. totally crushed it. It was like a layaway. Remember layaway? And you probably don't. You're no. so young. I love you. <laughs> anyway, let's say you work at Blockbuster and, you know, your boss learns that you. Uh, have 25 allegations against you in a civic lawsuit for you know non what is it non-transgressional sexual assault do you think you'd still have your job at blockbuster even as an executive at blockbuster as a ceo of blockbuster would you have your job if my name is elon musk probably um no but that's his business i know i know i know okay so blockbuster right (laughs) damn um I think not, especially if I were a woman. No, you wouldn't. Like, I'm talking about, I don't think in corporate America. No, for sure. With this many allegations and a publicly traded company. But you know what it is, though? It's 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 the pressure from the consumer. And if the consumer isn't pressuring the the corporation, then they'll just put them on leave or they'll move them to the board or they'll, you know... Do some kind of leave of absence and then they'll come back and everyone will have forgotten and it's fine because the consumer doesn't care. They're still buying shit. 
exactly. With, That's you saw that with Colin yeah. Kaepernick, right? Like yep. he got just completely shut off, shunned by everybody, owners, players, obviously Roger Goodell, the commissioner, and now the consumer is demanding action. They want people talking about it. And we're talking about white people. We're talking about brown people. We're, we're literally talking about everybody is demanding act. Not everybody. Clearly, there's still some fucking assholes out there. Excuse my language. It's past 730 and I've had a long day. But <laughs> I, this topic gets me a little bit raging. And I, they didn't, they just put, you know, equality in the, in the, in the end zone yeah. now. Right. It's because a, who, why? Because consumers are okay with it now. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I think the difference between if we look at the, the momentum that women's sports has, and we look at this moment for, you know, the English footballers uh, and football fans everywhere. And you juxtapose that next to this ruling. It just is a weight that brings it all back down. And it says, well, the NFL really is not going to change in a very fucking long time. Well, you so, know, the NFL wanted an indefinite punishment and they wanted a year suspension. And they this is the first time they've had a separate arbitrator, which is apparently asked for by the Players Association. And apparently the NFL has three days to, like, ask them to reconsider. And... It'll be really interesting to see what happens because in my mind, and this is like very skeptical, that, that of course, of course, it's all connected. And the NFL is protecting itself like it always does and has been very public with their leaks, air quotes, of, oh, he should get an indefinite suspension. Oh, he should have a year-long suspension. And, but whatever the arbitrator says, we will do and we will we will recognize and we will go forward with. It just smells fishy to me. It's a great unless point. they unless they do something tomorrow and they say this is not enough, uh, then yeah, I I have a hard time believing they're not all in cahoots because this is not the law. This is literally yeah. an organization making a decision based on evidence that they have. That by the way, we don't have transparency or visibility into on how they're making these decisions. There's no scale here. This. This woman is an old judge. She's passing down game suspensions, not years in prison. So what's her benchmark? Because forever now, by the way, they reviewed four women out of 25. Mm -hmm. And okay, so if you for every 1.25 women that you assault, you'll have a one game suspension. Not to mention he got paid all year last year. Yeah. While he didn't play, he got paid. Hmm. We got to move on. My blood is boiling. I can see it. <laughs> but but it, it begs the question of, am I going to watch football this year? Are I we going to let our kids am. watch football this year? We probably are. Ugh, that's You know sucks. why? Because we got to bring it back to like episode two. Sports is ever entertainment. And it is entertaining. We, but how do how we, how we, we right break now? that cycle though if we're going to continue to buy into it? Like Cal's favorite shirt is his favorite color right now is orange and he loves his Cleveland Brown shirt. It's bright orange. He, he has it, it. He sleeps with it like a blanket, his favorite thing in the world. And, you know, I've become a Browns fan through entering the family and 
I'm trying to think like what it would feel like if the Vikings went through this and I would have a really hard time. I have way less loyalty. has his own issues. (laughs) I mean, it's, yeah, it's different. I'm not from Minnesota, so it's completely different, but I know, but I root for all the other guys. Like, yeah, I love Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, I love, uh, what's his name? (laughs) You love him. (laughs) Yeah, well, the defense guy. Miles Garrett has his own Miles stuff, Garrett. though. Like, yeah, I mean, he's great, but does he, he hit, though? He does hit, he? I know, I know. Was he, he like? Is he? Is he being a good sport and not telling the truth about what Miles Rudolph really said? Mason Rudolph. But yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I know, but I it's, know. yeah, I, I know. I, I can't. I'm I with can't. you. I know. I gotta put it all very, yeah, fairly. I guess. Yeah. All right, we got to move on. We have a really special guest uh, today. <clears throat> we didn't we didn't plan for this. This is a very spontaneous situation. But Papa is joining the podcast today. He's going to give you guys a parlay to get started with, and and he's got some you know picks to make it a little riskier if you want to add another team to your ticket. But he's also going to join us for five good minutes, as they say on PTI. And I just want you all to keep in mind, he had to dust off a real old PC and get jump on this thing. And we had a little bit of fun with the issues, uh, but I pride myself on being an IT person, but I never once told him to just check his damn volume. Who told him that? You did, because you're the producer. And you said, <laughs> Tom, Papa Tom, do you have your volume up by chance? Oh, I turned it up for sure. I turned it up. I have turned it up. I turned it up. Oh, I think I turned it down earlier. Anyway, he joins us for five good ones. He's going to be a regular. I love my dad with all my heart. He's the reason I'm in sport. Um, and he's it, just it's just synonymous with, you know, our relationship. So not many conversations happen with us on the phone or in person without talking about what's happening in sport. So he's going to be a total regular and with him, we're going to talk about superstition because my gosh, it drives, it drives every decision we make when it, when we're in season. All right. And next up, we've got Papa Tom Cuddy in the house, joining us for five good ones. Hello, everyone. This is Papa coming to you for Tuesday, August 2nd, Parlay. Uh, it looks like this is going to be another three-teamer. Unfortunately, last time out, only two of our legs hit on the three-teamer with Tampa Bay taking us down the toilet. Today, hopefully a new story. We're going to start out with the Chicago White Sox who are starting to play up to their potential. They're playing Kansas City in Kansas City. Kansas City's not a good team at all. We've got the White Sox there. Then we have the New York Mets riding a six-game win streak and in first place playing the Nationals from Washington. They're reeling also. We have the Mets there. Finally, the third leg will be the Minnesota Twins versus Detroit. We like the Twins here. The Twins are in first place, but not playing well. They need to turn it around, and hopefully today they turn it around for us. 
Uh, it looks like today, if we make out, we're going to hand in a hundred bucks at the window. They're going to pay us 250 bucks. And when we would go back to the window, that would be 350 bucks for the 100. So hopefully we hit that window. As a little bonus today, we are throwing in a couple of added picks. As you may have heard on episode two, one of our contributors confessed that she has not been much of a sports fan until recently. In support of her golf husband, show friend Kate has taken up the sport of watching golf and napping. Now that's a winning parlay right there. Kate did choose a favorite golfer also in Rory McIlroy. This weekend, Rory will be playing in the St. Jude Invitational in Memphis. This is his first tournament since the British Open where he suffered a pretty tough loss. Uh, Rory has been playing very well lately. So we look for a bounce back statement here at odds of 12 to one to win. So I suggest that you bet your dollar, grab the couch and pick up 13 bucks Sunday afternoon. Our second bonus is a can you believe it? On Thursday, the NFL season actually kicks off with the Hall of Fame game. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not going to predict the outcome, just give you some history. Every year I pick the over in this game just to have something to watch and to root for. Every year I lose. This year the over under is 32 and a half points. How can two pro teams not score 33 points? Well, just you watch. You may be ready for them to play, but they are not. That's it. I will talk to you again very soon, I hope. Papa. <laughs> All right. Well, we're here on Let's Talk Balls, and Papa is making a live debut with the Zencaster technology. I'm here. Okay. I, I didn't know if that was a question or a statement to the folks. It was a statement so to I'm the here. folks, and it was also a question. Okay, right on. Since your iPad or your, your computer's from 1980, um, we're having a little bit of delay. Okay, was that a question, Jordan? <laughs> no, it's just like normally I can see our guests. So here we go. Since Papa joined us live, kind of, we wanted to ask him some questions because you may recall in episode one where I talked about the best season of sports in my life, the best game we ever won. Well, my dad was my coach. And so this question comes from that time. And I think is that time period that also defines a lot of my and my family's relationship with sport. So dad, the question is, does superstition have a role in sport? And if so, tell us about its role in your sport life. 
Well, number one, uh, I believe it has a role. Number two, it's in the eye of the beholder. So if you don't believe in it, you're fine. But if you're Tom Cuddy, papa, you definitely believe in it. You know what it's like to almost wet your pants watching so, an Indians game? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Okay, Dad? well, don't hold back. Well, you know, I've been in a – it's a tough go for us Cleveland fans. Anytime they get close to anything, uh, playoffs, World Series, uh, and perhaps – You've been sitting in your recliner watching the game. Seventh inning rolls on. You're losing three to two. You get up four to three. You got a setup man and a shaky closer coming in. And if they blow it, your season's over. Now, I haven't gone to the restroom for like four innings, and I got to go. But I know if I get up, things are going to change. And aren't those the two longest innings of my life? So I'm just talking things like that. Do you, do you remember the outfit that you had on? Because I do. Uh, for the basketball game? Yeah, for coaching. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it might have been a sweater, uh, multicolored, uh, base black. I don't know. You tell me. It was definitely multicolored patterned situation uh, associated with a, a, a person we, we, that got canceled a while ago uh, and green thick cut corduroy pants. Oh yeah, baby. Now, generally speaking, my good, light, good luck items aren't worn on the outside. So you also were wearing the same underpants. Well, if I, if that was one of my lucky items, what else is there? Because like, I feel like we've also made, we went to the Silva's once. It's my family, uh, our, our fa- really good family friends are basically family. Um, my folks have a part-time place in Palm Desert. And we were out there at the, at the Silva's condo watching the uh, Cleveland game, a baseball game. This was during the Cubs-Cleveland World Series in 2016. And it was just a notoriously low-scoring series the whole time. One zero, two one. Like pitching was everything. We were literally at the Silva's house, and Diane and Tony decided to step out in the third or fourth inning. But it's already notoriously low. So shutout inning, shutout inning, shutout inning. We're shutout up. We're up inning, one zero. We wouldn't let them come back in. We have to understand. They came in. We're gonna go. We probably gonna lose. But wait a second. How do you bet on your teams, on your favorite teams? Like if you want the Cleveland Cavs to win, what do you do? Well, I bet on the other team. I, exactly. So if they get beat, you win. And if they don't get beat, your team wins. Well, let's put it this way. Um, most likely it's, it's the Browns are out of the question because they've stunk forever. But I want the Guardians – Indians, and the Cavs to win so bad, I try to buy them victories. So I just plunk down my change on the other team, and it's worth it if the Indians or Guardians or Cavs win. And um, it's a really big chunk of change, isn't it? About what's your average bet size? 
Well, that story goes way back too. So nowadays, I probably I don't know how I'm going to spend my money. So nowadays, I bet $2 a game. Now, back when I didn't have any money, no money, for some reason, I was able to bet 50 or or $100. Not a lot, not, a, not many times, but a lot of times. And there are times when the Browns were good. And now we're talking 30, 40 years ago, and I didn't have any money. I bet $300 on the last game of the season to pay for airplane tickets to go to the playoffs in San Diego if I won. Guess what happened? I lost. I lost. And it took me three months to pay that bet off. <laughs> Since then, I'm a $2 man. Do you remember the biggest bet you did win? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It would be uh, in Las Vegas. Probably probably $200. And that would be a long time ago when I shouldn't have been betting $200. So nowadays... I don't want to lose any of the money I got because I got these darn grandkids I got to give it to. <laughs> Those darn kids. Catherine, any questions for Papa? I have so many. Have you ever made a bet that wasn't because it was your team or based on any knowledge about the sport? You just put a bet on a team because you felt like it? Well, basically, that's how I bet. I bet on a team. If I'm going to watch the game on TV, I'd like to have leather in the game. I'd like to bet one, pick one team or the other. Uh, when I get in trouble, just randomly betting or whatever, is when I think I know everything. Or this is the, this is the easiest thing to pick in the world. You put down more than normal, and here comes that superstition again. So I try to keep an even keel. So basically don't know anything and just randomly pick. And you'll do fine if you stick with your one to two dollar bets. Well, once again, to answer that question, my wife Molly likes to play lottery tickets. Let's just say over the last three years, she's probably down about 3000 And I still have 80 more dollars in my account than I had when I started three years ago. It gives me enjoyment on a daily basis, but it's not going to make me any money. All right. As they say on PTI, we'll get you out of here on this. What is the most random bet, like from a sport perspective that you've ever bet on or thing? Because I've bet on like the Oscars before. Oh, I see. I see. Well, to be honest with you, and I don't even know if they still have them, uh, Way back when, we used to go to Florida quite often. Sometimes spring training, when my friend Mark Wagner played for the Detroit Tigers, we would go down and we would go to the dog races. I loved watching dog races. So that's probably the most random thing I've ever bet on was a, a greyhound. All right, Pops. I'm putting my camera back on. We're going to, we got to go pick up the kids. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the pod, Papa. Yeah, I think we need to get, switch up the computer, but we'll figure it all out so that we can all be on camera because it's, 
It's, it's fun to see faces. See if First Energy will sponsor it. <laughs> First, Les Talk Balls, sponsored by First Energy. <laughs> Am I going to get a notice from them? Excuse me, ma'am, but our brand is not appreciated being associated. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good point. All right, Pops. We love you. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. And that was my daddy-o. All right. So we are moving on and we're moving out. That's that's a wrap, folks. That's any, all that, but any, I, uh, I, I did want to say you didn't let me do my rabbit hole, but it doesn't make oh my sense gosh. now because it led up into the problematic sport topic. Okay, so we'll save it for a rainy day. Oh, sad. Okay. Okay. Do you want to tell us about failed rabbit holes? I, I mean, I think that's kind of interesting. When you're going down your detective path and then all of a sudden you're like, Mm. Oh, shit. I thought this was going to lead me to my other little <laughs> tunnel, but no, now I'm stuck. Okay. I got to tell it now. Okay. So there's this music artist. Her name is Fletcher. And wait, you cut out. There's a music artist. There's a music artist and her name is Fletcher. And she just released a new song. Are you staying with me? Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, what goes through my mind when you talk about these things, it's just our, our, our generational gap. <laughs> maybe, but maybe it's my ADHD. I mean, it's just my brain structure. I, it totally could be, but it, as for me, I'm just like, okay, she didn't say Fleetwood Mac. So I don't know who that is. <laughs> new artist. Never consider looking for those. Not a new artist. She, well, this is her, actually, this is her first, um, the, her first album. She's released an EP, uh, the first song that I ever heard of hers was a couple of years back and it was called Wasted Youth. And okay. this is around, maybe well, I'd have to look up when it came out, but the music video featured her and Shan and her girlfriend, Shannon Beveridge. And um, Shannon is a YouTuber, very well-known YouTuber. Um, her last name is Beveridge? Beveridge, yeah. B-E-V-E-R-I-D-G-E. Beveridge. Oh, okay, Beveridge. Yeah. I could be pronouncing that slightly wrong. Um, so her and Shannon were together for, and they were very private about their relationship because Shannon was, um, you know, vlogger on YouTube and Fletcher is a musician. So the music video was the first time that I was like, oh my God, they've been in this relationship together. And then I, I hooked onto it and was like, oh, okay, great. Rabbit Wait, hole. Wait, how do you know they're in a relationship? You're watching a music video. Uh, they're in a relationship. It was ooh, yeah, it's great. I'll take any representation, any preferred content I can get. But wait a second, this isn't. This is just the start of the rabbit hole. Everybody, take a deep breath. <laughs> so they broke up, and then Shannon just recently started dating someone new. Is uh, Shannon Fletcher? No, Fletcher. Her name is Carrie. Let's and, just call her Fletcher. And okay, yeah, Beverage. Fletcher. And Shannon. Sports, last names. <laughs> and Shannon just started dating somebody new, um, Becky Missile, and she, they, and she's a little bit more public about their relationship. But so Fletcher is releasing this album. She releases a song that's called "Becky's So Hot," and it's it's about her basically going down a rabbit hole on Becky on Shannon's new girlfriend, on her ex-girlfriend's girlfriend, uh, and liking one of her photos and just basically owning up to it. So she wrote this song naming her and uh, then she released 
the cover like a teaser for the music video and on it is um in featured in the music video is this woman named bella thorne who when i saw that it pop up i was like oh my god that's that chick from riverdale um and so i thought that all was a musical (laughs) riverdale is high school you went to (laughs) riverdale is a television show uh about the archie comic comic universe basically and I have to Google all of this. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I hope this somebody is, this out is there cart- is following me. It's not a cartoon. It's live action, um, but it's called Riverdale. It's very popular. And okay. I was watching Riverdale when we when I first moved to L.A. and I was looking for a job. So you would go to work and I would search for jobs, meet with oh, people cool. and watch Riverdale. Yeah. And there was a character named Cheryl Blossom, who was a redhead, um, who I thought that Bella Thorne was. And wait a second. Sorry, what? Okay, she's a re- is she still a redhead? <laughs> yes. So yeah. the character the whatever the character was, Cheryl Blossom, was played by this this girl, this woman, and I thought that it was Bella Thorne. So I thought that it was all connecting. And so when I saw the music video cover, I was like, "Oh my gosh, uh, this is coming full circle because I'm also currently looking for a job right now." However, it was a fail because it's not the same actor. They look very similar, but the actor in Riverdale, her name is Madeline Petch, and it's not. Did the she same. play a lesbian on on the Riverdance? Yes, Riverdale. Yes. Oh, I can't remember. Is she really a, a river? Is she really a lesbian? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the actor is. I think her character might have been bi. Maybe. So, in this preferred content, is does representation matter? Like, I mean, we all watch what's her name play billy jean king and that was hard (laughs) yeah i mean it's a good question or should the actors playing the parts be representative it reminds me of um eddie raymond and the danish girl and yeah interestingly though if i were going to be an actress i would love to play all types of characters i think Mm -hmm. the problem is is there's just not equity realistically and so that maybe is the issue is it's just not equitable yeah yeah Yeah. that's fun so i'm not sure i followed this rabbit hole (laughs) so to speak um did you get your carrot did i get my carrot well kind of but it was interesting because if you listen to becky so hot um the lyrics are kind of problematic because it promotes a bit of toxicity um which is what led me into you know public problematic relationship with sports um when you have artists that you love and then they release things that are problematic what how does your relationship change with that artist you kind of just say "Ooh, no it's art yeah well it, yeah it kind of promotes no, no, if she did these things well she said that she did well okay so the yeah. lyric is um makes me want to hit her when i see her so she's basically it's I mean, it, you'll have to listen to the song. I'm, I doubt you listen to the song, but I love. Hey, I, I'll do my research. Artist, but this song I'm just is... saying, she's like, I want to hit her when I see her. Like, I want to, like, like, um, I, I don't. That's not actual action. There's some. But if words in sight, action can. I guess so. Yeah. If okay, so come full. Let's talk about Pete Davidson and Kanye West. Right? Like <laughs> Kanye, Kanye really released it somewhere. <laughs> Huh? This just spiraled. Okay, but we can be done after this. But if you think of, I'm trying to compare it to some people's faces, I can see and know and understand. 
I want to talk about Kanye and Pete Davidson when Kanye basically was like, I want to bust Pete Davidson's face. And then Kanye fans were like, I'm going to find Pete Davidson and bust his face. Yeah. that's kind of, So when you're saying it incites it, is Fletcher going to actually do anything? Probably no. not. Right. But would her fans? So that's, that's kind of like. Fair. No, that yours is a much better simile to what we were talking about. But oh, yeah, simile. so I mean, and she's simile or metaphor. Can you Fuck. tell me the difference? What? Can you tell me the difference? I'd have to Google it. Yeah, I mean, so would I. I just thought you knew you used it. So, like, I all say metaphor no matter what. I was just going for it. I was just wow. committing whether it was wrong or not. Wow. Proud of you. Thank you. Two English majors right here. Don't worry. Guess what? Our one fan will write in and let us know what she really thinks. <laughs> Can't wait for the comments. This was a spicy episode. Totally spicy. Speaking of spicy, I'm not making anything spicy for dinner. Making some bucatini with like it's a Molly Baz take on her lemon orzo situation. So it's going to be lemon and Parmesan oil and, and, and butter. Actually, there's no oil, just butter. <laughs> uh, some bucatini and some shrimp on top because Catherine and I had shrimp last weekend and... Uh, well, we want some more our appetite for some more. Exactly. And some trompers. Oh my gosh. Scrimps. All scrumpers. right. Um, thank you for tuning in to Les Talk Balls, the cooking podcast, uh, where we feature <laughs> recipes and favorite brands. <laughs> Let's be real. This podcast is for friends and family and frankly ourselves. And we're going to talk about what makes us happy because you know what? That makes other people happy. That's true. Shout out. Shout out to Adrian and Sydney. Happy <laughs> Civic Day, Adrian. We love you guys. Love y'all. <laughs> we'll do shout outs every week. Peace. Bye.